Good morning, blessed Sunday. Pastor Shane here, Worship Without Walls. I'm going to thank each and every one of you, brothers, sisters, non-binary, for joining me here for worship, word, and prayer on this blessed Sunday. I also would like to wish a happy Mother's Day to those who are mother figures in someone else's life, for those who are so are celebrating today but I don't want to forget about those that maybe didn't have that mother figure or maybe didn't aren't able to celebrate to know that we're thinking of you as well during today with that said let us jump right into service and let us pray mighty God in whom we know the power of redemption you stand among us in the shadows of our time as we move through every sorrow and trial of this life, uphold us with knowledge of the final morning, when in the glorious presence of your risen Son, we will share in his resurrection, redeemed and restored to the fullness of life and forever freed to be your people. Amen and amen. We begin in our red hymnal, 163, I am. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the good shepherd. I am the resurrection of life. We continue forth. To 477, a woman of God, I reach out my hands to your commandments, which I love. I meditate on your decrees. In the night I remember your name, O Lord, and I will keep your law. May your unfailing love come to me, O Lord, your salvation according to your promise. Do not snatch the word of truth from my mouth, for I have put my hope in your laws. I will always obey your law forever and ever. I will walk about in freedom, for I have sought out your precepts. I will speak of your statutes before kings and will not put be put to shame. For I delight in your commandments because I love them. In the night I remember your name, O Lord, and I will keep your law. I reach out my hands to your commandments, which I love, and I meditate on your decrees. Our opening hymn is Be Still My Soul.
heavenly friend through thorny ways leads to a joyful end be still my soul thy God doth turn into our blue hymnal to the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into Hades. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Christian church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We turn to 669, Maturity. He gave some as apostles, and some as prophets, and some as evangelists, and some as pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints for the work of service, 
to the building up of the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man, to a measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. As a result, we are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by everything, wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by craftiness and deceitful scheming. But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him, who is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body being fitted and held together by that which every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. Though by this time you ought to be teachers, you have need again for someone to teach you the elementary principles of the oracles of God. And you have come to need milk, not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is not accustomed to the word of righteousness, for he is a baby. But solid food is for the mature, who because of the practice have their senses trained to discern good and evil. Therefore, leaving the elementary teaching about the Christ, let us press on to maturity. We open up our Bibles to our book of Psalm. And our Psalm for today comes from Psalm 66. Verses 8 through 20. Oh, bless our God, you peoples. And make the voice of his praise to be heard, who keeps our soul among the living, and does not allow our feet to be moved. For you, O God, have tested us. You have refined us as silver is refined. You brought us into the net. You laid affliction on our backs. You have caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water. You brought us out of to rich fulfillment. I will go into your house with burnt offerings. I will pay you my vows, which my lips have uttered and my mouth has spoken. When I was in trouble, I will offer you burnt sacrifices of fat animals. With the sweet aroma of rams, I will offer bulls with goats. Come and hear all you who fear God, and I will declare that he has done for my soul. I cried to him with my mouth, and he was exalted with my tongue. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear, but certainly God has heard me. He has attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God who has not turned away my prayer, nor his mercy from me. Here ends our reading from the book of Psalm. Thanks be to God. Please join me in our second hymn for today, which is Jesus Thine All-Victorious Love.
Jesus, thine all-victorious love, shed in my soul abroad. Then shall my heart no longer rove, rooted and fixed in God. Rooted and fixed in sacred fire might now begin to glow. Burn up the dross of base desire and make the mountains flow. And make the mountains flow. He Pentecost did his fall. May he my sins consume. Thine Holy Ghost for him I call. Thine burning spirit come. Thine burning spirit first reading for today comes from the book of Acts, the 17th chapter, verses 22 through 31. Let us begin. Then Paul stood in the midst of the Areopagus and said, Men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you are very religious. For as I was passing through and considering the objects of your worship, I even found an altar with this inscription, To the unknown God. Therefore, the one whom you worship, without knowing, him I proclaim to you. God who made the world and everything in it, since he is Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands, nor is he worshipped with men's hands, as though he needed anything since he gives to all life. Breathe and all things. And he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on 
all the face of the earth and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings. So they should seek the Lord in the hope that they might grope for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. As also some of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. Therefore, since we are offspring of God, we ought not to think that the divine nature is like gold or silver or stone, something shaped by art and man's devising. Truly these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent. Because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained, he has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. Here ends our first reading. Thanks be to God. And thanks be to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as we continue to pray. Holy God, you have called us to follow in the way of your risen Son and to care for those who are our companions, not only with words of comfort, for, but with acts of love, seeking to be true friends of all. We offer our prayers on behalf of the church and the world. Lord, we come to you today with humble hearts. We lift up to you moms everywhere and mother figures everywhere. We lift up to you siblings who took care of their younger siblings as a mother figure or parental figure. Lord, we lift up to you those who are in need and struggling right now, those who are your creation and being persecuted, we lift up to you. Our friends, our members, our beloved family in the LGBTQIA2S plus community, we lift up to you, our beloved members of our BIPOC community. Lord, we lift up to you for healing grace and for continued watch. James, Jenny, Beth, Ray, Max, we lift up to you, Lenny, Caden, D. we lift up to you, Ace, we lift up to you, Dan, we lift up to you, Val, we lift up to you, Bob, we lift up to you, the family and the community of the trans youth whose life is now over at the age of 13. We lift up to you all of those who are suffering and hurting. We lift up to you, Lord. David, we lift up to you. Robin, we lift up to you, Nicholas. We lift up to you all of those, Brianna, all our beloved family, all of our beloved siblings who are struggling right now. Lord, we know this is not easy 
For them, we know it is not easy for you to watch us struggle. And we look to you for your mercy and your healing grace that only you can provide. We ask that you guide us in the path of discipleship so that as you have blessed us, we may be a blessing to others. Bringing the promise of the kingdom near by our words and our deeds. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Our next hymn is Love Divine, All Loves Excelling.
386, we turn to in our blue hymnal, in his image. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And we who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory are being transformed into his likeness with every increasing glory, which comes from the Lord who is in the spirit. My dear children, for whom I am again in the pains of childbirth until Christ is formed in you, your attitude should be same as that of Jesus Christ. What, I'm, what is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish, that I may gain Christ. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection, and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. To this you were called because Christ suffered for you, leaving you as an example, that you should follow his steps. Whoever claims to live in him must walk as Jesus did. Here ends our reading in our blue hymnal. We turn now to our second reading. And our second reading comes from the book of 1 Peter, the third chapter, verses 13 through 22. Let us begin. And who is he who will harm you if you become followers of what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you are blessed. And do not be afraid of their threats, nor be troubled. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you, with meekness and fear, having a good conscience that when they defame you as evildoers, those who revile your good conduct in Christ may be ashamed. For it is better if it is the will of God to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the Spirit, by whom also he went and preached to the spirits in prison, who formerly were disobedient when once the divine long-suffering, waited in the days of Noah while the ark was being prepared in which a few, that is, eight souls, were saved through water. There is also an antitype which now saves us, baptism, not the removal of the fifth filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, angels and authorities and powers having been made subject to him. Here ends our second reading. 
Thanks be to God. for that. I had a low battery notification, so I had to adjust my device as we continue in service. Beloved, please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, leading us not into temptation, but delivering us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let's continue forth in prayer. Holy God and author of our existence, our story is part of a greater story, and your hand is visible in every page and every scene. So, to our stories cannot be disconnected from those in the past who have shaped the steps we take, saints and sinners, rebels and followers. They are part of our story as we are part of theirs. As we offer gifts this day, we pray they might be used to strengthen the story of faith that will be told by those who will come after we are gone. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Beloved, if you feel so compelled to tithe with this ministry, do know that we are donating the tithes that come in to those who are in need, those who are being persecuted, and we give back whatever comes in and tithe to those in need. You can find it by going to our webpage or even on our link tree. Let us turn now to the Gospel of our Lord. And the Gospel of our Lord comes today from the Gospel of John, the 14th chapter, verses 15 through 21. Let us begin. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever the Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive because neither there sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans, I will come to you. A little while longer, and the world will see me no more. But you will see me because I live. You will live also. At the day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Here ends. Our scripture from our gospel of our Lord. Praise be to Christ. And this brings me 
our message for today that I've entitled Nurturing God. And yes, I understand that when we look at the Old Testament, we see a wrathful God. We see a God that did destruction. When we see Noah and the ark, we see destruction. We see the flood of the earth killing everything but those eight people. When we sit there and we see kingdoms fall due to the power of God, many sit there and say, what kind of God promotes hate? And in the world that we currently live in, there are times where I can honestly sit there and understand why that question is asked. But first I want to ask you, when you think of something being nurturing, what comes to mind? The definition of the term nurturing is to take care of, feed, protect someone or something, especially young children, the definition says, or plants, to help them, to help him, her, or it, or they, to develop, to grow, to thrive. And I find it almost pleasing that on this day where many celebrate moms or that mom figure, when we think of moms or a mother, we think of a nurturing figure. We think of someone who puts others before them, someone who is self-sacrificing so that their kids don't go without, someone who is self-sacrificing so their kids know that they are loved. And yet, as I say the term self-sacrificing, it, it makes me think of what Jesus did on the cross, being self-sacrificing, being nurturing. His life was an testimony of nurturing and love. At one point, Jesus had said that he is the bridegroom. And when we think about a bride and a groom, we think of marriage, right? And when we think of marriage, we think of the bride being the feminine part. And we think of the groom being the masculine part of that relationship. And yet in one instance, Christ says he was both. Christ says he took on both the masculine and feminine parts. He took on that nurturing part and that more protective part. In our scripture from the gospel today, there is one part that truly stands out to me. And it's within verses 15 through 18. It says, if you love me, keep my commandments. I first want to remind everybody what Christ's two commandments were, which was first to love God. And second, to love your neighbor as Christ has loved you, or to love your neighbor as yourself. And I feel like many people fall on that sword that they don't love their neighbor as themselves. I could almost imagine what Christ would say if he was here today, looking at 
those being persecuted by people who consider themselves Christians. And Christ would say, that is not what I intended. But he goes on to say, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. And that other helper is the Spirit. So we have the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And all of which I feel hold that masculinity and hold that feminism. That lion and the lamb. That protector and that nurturing. Christ goes on in verse 18. He says, I will not leave you orphans for I will come to you. If someone is left an orphan, then what does that mean? That is a child abandoned, right? And in this context, Christ was saying that we are all the children. We are all the children. But how do we become all the children? we become all the children then we are faithful in God right we listen we believe we are reminded in the context of first Peter as to who will harm us if we become followers of what is good but even if we should suffer, we suffer for righteousness' sake, because we are blessed. It goes on to tell us to sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you, with meekness and fear. Having a good conscience that when they defame you as evildoers, those who revile your good conduct in Christ may be ashamed. This goes back to that nurturing God part that I was bringing up. This goes back to the caring for someone. If we are the children of God, if we are the children of Christ, we are to continue forward in what Christ has given us the example of. We are to live as Christ has lived. We are to walk in Christ's ways. I want to bring forth from our hymnal that we did of In His Image. We had said, We who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory are being transformed into his likeness with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord who is in the spirit. My dear children, for whom I am again in the pains of childbirth until Christ is formed in you, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. 
Let's think about that for just a moment. We are to be as Christ Jesus' attitude. Christ was nurturing. Christ admitted he was the bridegroom, both masculine and feminine. We've already said that when we think of someone who is nurturing, we think of a mother figure nurturing her young helping her children grow, teaching them what's right from wrong. Christ nurtured us as the children, teaching us right from wrong, giving us those two commands, right, to fall on, which is the first part of our scripture today where he says to keep his commandments. That giving us the new law, which accompanies all. But far too many times, many of us feel we fall short, or many of us think we're doing great, but seemingly to the world, we are falling short. We are falling short of being that kind, nurturing individual and walking as Christ walked. We are falling short of being what Christ has intended us to be both masculine and feminine, or in today's world, gender neutral. And yet, it is in today's world that those very same individuals are being condemned, are being persecuted. I remind each and every one of you today that God doesn't make mistakes. And he didn't make mistakes when he made gender-fluent individuals or gender-neutral individuals having characteristics and traits of both masculine and feminine because he knew that that was the true way. Having someone who is both protective and nurturing, someone who is both strong and compassionate, someone who can come to someone's defense, but is also empathetic. We could all almost do justice of ourselves for being those mom esque figures as our nurturing God has intended us to be. No more shall we sit there and condemn one another by using the good book, but we should reach out a helping hand as Christ is instructed. We should embrace with a hug of comfort we should let others know that they are loved, that they are appreciated, and that they, too, matter. That their lives are just as important. Because as Christ died on the cross, he knew that he was leaving behind the Holy Spirit. That we were no longer going to be orphans 
but that we were children of God and children through his salvation. The veil had been removed and the love could be seen. All I say and look to you today is that you would see an error of your ways if you are using scripture to condemn and spread hate. I've heard a saying that goes around of there's no greater hate than Christian love. And unfortunately, I have seen why that statement exists. Whether you sit there and say, Father God, Mother God, or just God in general. Know that there is both that masculine and feministic characteristics, both through Jesus and both through God. Our God is merciful. Our God is gracious. I'm not sure with the lighting if you're able to see it or not, but today's shirt says grace upon grace. It is that grace and that mercy that has come down before us. It is that kindness and that love that has continued to nurture us. And it is the red letters of the gospel that continues to guide us to how we too can be as nurturing, as kind, as loving. But first we have to accept our nurturing God. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, dear God, dear Heavenly Mother, we pray to you today that through your Son, Jesus Christ, we would be able to embrace both masculinity and feministic traits. That we would be able to be both strong and courageous and nurturing all at once. That we would walk in your ways and your light and we would abide by those commandments that Jesus left for us. Help us as we walk this world. That we would see your ways on which you have fully instructed us to live. Give us eyes that can see and ears that can hear. Give us the ability of discernment and the strength to carry on. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Our final hymn is because he lives. God sent his son, they called him Jesus, he came to Pardon. 
empty grave is there because and Savior lives Because he lives I can face tomorrow Because he lives All fear is gone Because I know He holds the future And life is worth the living just because he lives. How sweet to hold a newborn baby and feel the pride and joy he brings. And greater still, the calm assurance this child can face on certain days because he lives, because he lives. I can face tomorrow because he lives. All fear is gone because I know he holds the and life is worth living just because he lives and then one day across the river I'll fight life's final war with pain and then as death gives way to victory I'll see the lights of glory and I know he lives because he lives I can face tomorrow because he lives all fear is gone because I know And life is worth the living just because he lives. Because I know he holds the future. And life is worth the living just because he lives. Amen and amen. <clears throat> Let us pray. Living and gracious God, through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, you brought us out to a spacious place where we are called to live as those redeemed. Empower us by your spirit to keep your commandments that we may show forth your love and gentle word and reverent deed to all your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, beloved body of Christ, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. 
May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Beloved body of Christ, beloved church of Christ, go in peace. Amen and amen. Are you looking for some Christian-based apparel to wear? Masks, hoodies, shirts, possibly women's leggings? Then look no further than checking out our Teespring store at teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. It's all custom designed from us here at Worship Without Walls. Again, that is teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. Hope you find something you like for you or your loved ones. Have a blessed day.